0: welcome back to unsolved south i'm your host michelle and i'm maddie i'm glad
1: you remembered your name this time listen
0: it's it's been rough it's (laughs) been rough been a rough few weeks so i am glad to listen i already listened to the um the episode where i told the story about the um when i opened the cabinet i opened the the storage container was... Oh, yeah. The lid was off, and then the Rice Krispies. And I said Rice Krispie treats, like, ten times <laughs> instead of Rice Krispies. <laughs> and I was, like... It made me imagine, like, squares <laughs> of Rice crispy treats just flying up in the air. <laughs> but I still finding Rice Krispies oh, on my really? counters and stuff. I found some, like... um when I lifted up my mixer, I guess it was trapped up under the, <laughs> the hinge. And when I lifted up my mixer somehow, I mean, Jeez. I'm still finding Rice Krispies. Just Rice Krispies, not Rice crispy treats. That would have been tragic. But I'm still finding them everywhere. Not on me anymore, but in my kitchen. So... That, and I keep finding myself every time something happens, I keep finding myself doing like Melanie and being like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) In the podcast? No, in real life. Like, any time something happens, I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Like, we were decorating and Billy cut his hand. It was really stupid. (laughs) Like, it was dumb the way he was. Because he was cutting a thing, and then he, like, cut his hand. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> did you see my decoration? I did. That's Super so excited. good. I put the mannequin heads. Um, we decorated the camper out in the yard because Genius Us decided we could use it for outdoor power, for extra power. Right. So we put it in the yard, but then we're like, we got to decorate it. So we put these creepy trick-or-treaters around it, and they have, like, weapons and stuff. And um, I took those mannequin heads that you had got me. Yeah. And I put them up like they're peeking out the window. But I don't think you can see them. I think they need to be more backlit, so I may have to cut on the other light. Yeah. Yeah. To backlight them so you can see them, and the daytime that window is tinted so you really can't see it at all. Yeah. But at night you can like barely see them, but only if you're really looking for them. And then we set up our projector on the front. Mm-hmm. And um, man, that was a thing and a half. Anyway, finally got it going. My one projector conked out. Oh no! But um, oh, see. No. <laughs> But the other one, um, like the one I had got you for Christmas the yeah. other year, we used it, and um, and it's awesome. So you need to download some of the uh, the projections I yeah. got and and project them. Like I've got twins, mm-hmm. and they like come out and they like do patty cake, and then the boy's head like spins around, or oh, cool. they do ring around the rosy, and then they uh like dissolve into. Skeletons or something, oh, but really? I mean they are really neat. So yeah. you need to work on that. But <laughs> in any case, so we didn't get off topic. So welcome back to our spooky spooky episodes. We're on number two. Are you excited? I am so excited. I could not tell by the way you were I just staring you were, blankly at me. Okay,
1: I thought you were going to say something else.
0: No, I had I didn't nothing else realize to say. That you wanted a response for that. I thought that's why you were here, was to respond. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, so this week we're going to go from Louisiana to Tennessee to North Carolina. Ooh! And um, we've been all these places. We've been everywhere, man. I don't know about that, but we've been to all of these places, <laughs> and these are some that I had not heard before, but I uh, thought they were pretty interesting. If you're more local to any of these areas, you might have been like, oh yeah, that's old news, but I'm not, so I was super excited to find these, because some of these are really creepy. So, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's start in Louisiana. So, Louisiana is a state, and it's chocked full of folklore. Like, they got the Rougarou, they got the Marie Laveau stories, they've got all the zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, like, chocked full of lore and legends and... I don't know, some of them may be true, who knows? Um, but I'm not sure that you've ever heard this one. Have you ever heard of the Grunch? Like the Grudge? Grunch. Grunch. More like the Grinch, but with a U instead of an I. Grunch. Hmm. No, I haven't. I had never heard of it either. But there are a lot of stories about this beast and how it came to be. But this is going to be my version. When New Orleans was new, back before it was even New Orleans, it was a little more than a bustling seaport. And there began to be stories of a strange creature that had been spotted in the remote woods near the swamps. Then there began to be disappearances. At first, it was animals, and then it started to be humans. And very rarely were any bodies ever found. But when they were, they were completely drained of blood. What? So, what was this creature? Where did it come vampire. from? Vampire. Some people do call it the vampire of something. I can't remember what. A city or a town. You There's, know, this does sound familiar.
1: Now that I'm thinking about it, Grunge does sound familiar. Like you've heard it before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's a vampire that eats, like, cows and stuff. I mean, Sorry, didn't mean I don't to know to if it eats
0: story. cows. Like, you think we did this story? No. No, we didn't do this story. I'm you saying, think you heard? I think I've heard it. Okay. I was going to say, I was pretty sure we did not do no Louisiana on the last one. But, um, okay, so, but. <laughs>
1: Sorry. There are, you there asked are,
0: me if I would thought of it. Okay, well, there are a lot of creatures from different states that do the vampire thing. Mm -hmm. that's kind of weird now that i'm thinking about it just go around sucking the blood what if they are just vampires and vampires just don't look human like everybody always was led to believe by interview with a vampire maybe they just look like the chupacabra or whatever oh smart i mean maybe that's just what they look like in any case because there are a lot of stories about things just like animals having their blood sucked out And then the alien stories also sometimes have that, where animals have their blood and organs removed. Yeah. So that's weird. Oh, something creepy happened the other day. Remind me to tell you about Dandy. Okay. Yeah,
1: excuse him in the background, barking.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if you can hear, but it's thundering, and he's not a big fan of thunder. So. I'll try and edit him out as much as possible, but but the thunder adds to the spookiness no not the thunder him
1: Ooh, i've been adding music to the background
0: of our stories have you liked that um yeah but the first time i heard it it scared the crap out of me really good yeah because i was like what is that sound i was listening to it in my car yeah and then i was like what is that sound and then when i stopped it it stopped and i was like and then I realized the it was. last
1: one we did, I found a good um free playlist thing on YouTube for the last one we did. Mm-hmm. Have you listened to it? I have not. Oh my gosh, it was so good. So we'll start using that one more often.
0: Well, that's good. All right, you took us out of the story. Sorry, can you We're start the story? We're completely out of the story. Okay, so let's go back. I was to the getting in. I was getting in. I don't want to go back to the okay. beginning. <laughs> well, go back to like start. I'm going to go back to where uh left off where we uh so, because I told y'all all about what it does and it drain in the blood and all of that, yeah. and so y'all will remember that. So, but you took us directly out of the story. I'm sorry. Okay, so we'll go back. What was this creature? Where did it come from? Glad you asked.
1: <laughs> I <said a>
0: vampire. <laughs> <laughs> See. New Orleans was first settled under the authority and watchful eye of John Baptiste, who, as you recall, do you remember him?
1: Yeah, I remember his name.
0: As you recall from our haunted house episode, he was said to have had a certain affection for dwarfs. Oh, that was him? Mm Mm-hmm. It is said that a group of dwarfs living in New Orleans found themselves being targeted for harassment and violence. They moved to the swamplands at the end of an abandoned road. And their camp became a safe haven for others who were labeled as freaks or bullied, by the people in the town. These others included people that were albino, people with physical deformities. Um, Just anybody that was picked on or abused by the town people found refuge in this camp with these dwarves. So, here's where their story takes one of three paths. Either, number one, they became inbred, and this monster, quote... Was born, mm-hmm. so he's like part dwarf, part albino, maybe some deformities in there because they were all pretty. Yeah, okay, or two, they created some sort of golem to protect their citizens. Do you know what that is? It's like from the Jewish faith, that um, it's basically like a puppet they make. And if you believe in it, it will come to life and protect the person that I'm made a it. Real boy. Something like that. <laughs> um, so that was the other theory. Or three, they sold their souls to the devil in exchange for protection. And thus this beast was created. Hmm. Another popular version of this is that Marie Laveau castrated an entity that she called the Devil Baby. And then its detached testicles morphed into a male and a female grunge, which then attacked the powerful priestess before escaping into the woods. How will you know if you see it, you might ask? Well, it's almost always described as some mix of canine, ape, goat, and lizard. So, the Chugacabra... Chupacabra isn't lizardy though, is he? No, he looks like a lizard, like that. I'm pretty sure that's the lizard man. Mm, well,
1: no, I imagine the lizard man like giant and
0: green. He was giant. He was supposedly giant. Anyway, the um, Grunch is about four to six foot tall. He's covered in black or dark green skin or scales. And there are a good many sightings of them or him, even today, even, like, more yeah. current. There, there are sightings, most of them being along Highway 90. And there was a large collection of sightings near a country club after Katrina hit. Hmm. So, what is it really? Is it a puppet of protection formed out of fear? A monster formed out of black magic. An exotic pet that escaped into the wild many, many years ago. Could it be related to the chupacabra? Yes. We may never know, but I'll watch the woods a little closer next time I'm in Louisiana. Mm Mm-hmm. Do y'all ever drive down Highway 90? Um, probably. I think we took it, um like when we were heading back to the hotel one night when we were in um new orleans Mm -hmm. and it was like um kind of it was off it wasn't like a super traveled road yeah but it it wasn't like empty but it wasn't super traveled but it was more swampy
1: maybe not then because we we go towards like the middle top of louisiana when we go and that's this is more going towards New Orleans.
0: Yeah. We haven't been to New Orleans. Oh, y'all haven't at all? mm
1: Interesting. Yeah, I was told that it wasn't worth going to, but I think I would like to go at least once. Were you told that by me? Uh, I think I've been told by a couple of
0: people. We went, um, we went on a cruise that left out of New Orleans like years back. I think if I was more of a partier, I yeah. would have enjoyed it more. But, you know, I'm not a huge drinker, and I'm not one that drinks in public, really. Because, you know, I don't like to... I like to know where I am and what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I don't want to ever get where I'm, I'm not aware of what's going on in public. Yeah. So I don't really drink, like, a lot in public. But I think if I was more of a drinker, a partier... I would have enjoyed it more. But it was a lot of well, you know, we come from a more rural area. So you don't really see like a ton of homeless people and all of that. But we went to um what is it, Jackson Square or Jackson Park? So I'm like that. I okay. Think
1: Jackson Square.
0: Okay, so that could be wrong. We went there and this was before um I think they've taken down the statues and all now. And we went before all of that happened and there was a big fountain mm-hmm. in the center. And like it's really pretty and everything. They've got these big bushes around it. I assume it's gone too, but I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying yeah. it was. Okay, so it had like these big pretty bushes around it. It was gorgeous. And so, you know, like you're be rocking through and then all of a sudden there's like homeless people taking a bath in the fountain. Like they're full fledged with soap in the fountain. Wow like you That's step sight around, to see i know and you're like and it catches you off guard you're like oh my i, I was unaware that i was walking into your living your bathroom sir. <laughs> sorry <laughs> but they'd be like laying up under the bushes sound asleep there was like a ton of homeless people. But you didn't go to like any like shops or anything. Oh yeah, we've got to any shops like and stuff. voodoo shops or Oh yeah. We go went to voodoo shops. Stuff. Um the one thing I wanted to do the most was to go to the graveyard. Yeah. It closed at noon. Noon? Yes. Spirits come out of one. I don't know. And I was like, that can't be true. But it was. So what happened was they were like, um, oh let's what time eat. does it open i'm not sure but here's the thing we went and they were like let's go eat breakfast and um or lunch i don't know what it was i'm sure we ate breakfast and lunch let's do this and then we'll walk through the shops and then we'll we'll end the day by going to the graveyard mm. i'm like cool then we went to the graveyard and it was closed closed at noon i was like are you for real about this and they have it locked, locked. Like, yeah. I don't know what you do if you need to visit a family member or something. Just USOL, I reckon. Yeah. gotta yeah, make an appointment. You can't talk to granny if it's uh, past noon. You're going to have to yell through the gate or something. I don't know. Anyway, I took pictures, but I was I was like a little annoyed by that. And then there was people like, um, you know how like in the Bahamas, people come up and like put a bracelet on you and then they'll be like, now you owe me $5 for this bracelet (laughs) you didn't ask for. There was um, people that did like that type of thing, like um, they'd come up and start singing to you, which is super uncomfortable to me because, you know, I don't like to be in the attention. Yeah. And so somebody like walking up singing, I'm like, "Uh, no please. And so I like just walk on cuz I can't handle it. Right. And um and then they'll sing a song and then they will want tipped for the song. Yeah. I'm like, uh I woulda tipped you not to sing a song, but <laughs> I'm certainly not tipping you <laughs> to sing a song.
1: That reminds me of that one time we were in um I think we were in Honduras and the guy was like floating in the air or whatever. Oh, on the cane? Yeah, yeah. and then he, like, stopped Honduras, us all but... to take a picture, and then he wanted tips.
0: Which, I think that, that was not
1: a big deal. That's, that's something that we should have expected. But there was this other guy that just was, like, a random guy. He wasn't even dressed up like anything. <laughs> um, And he, like, took a picture. He w- Or me and Noah were trying to, like, take a selfie. And he was like, I'll take your picture. So then uh, he, or... Noah hands him the camera, and he goes and takes our picture in front of, like, the little flowers and stuff. And then he's like, okay, now we're going to get a picture. (laughs) So then he takes a picture with us, and then he's like, okay, that'll be, oh, like, five dollars or something. And I was like, what?
0: Noah was like, I'm not paying you to get a picture with us. Are you kidding me? I think that was cause of mail. I don't think it was Honduras. Uh, it might Honduras. have been. Because um, I don't think you and Noah were together when we went to Honduras. Oh, no, you are Because the that, other kids right. were, were young because we've got pictures. And it rained the entire time we were in Honduras. Yeah, I loved Honduras. And we, I did too. It was beautiful. And then we got pictures of everybody in the rain, like posing in that big cake and in the boots and all yeah. that. Yeah. But, um, I think it was Cozumel, um, cause that seems like a very Cozumel thing. Yeah. And they've got all the people dressed as statues and all. Yeah. So. People are so, that's so weird. So I weird. Mean, like, I guess it's why? like a, it's a hustle, but that one was actually pretty funny. <laughs> like, now we'll get a picture. Yeah. <laughs> that one was actually pretty funny.
1: It was, uh, something else for sure.
0: So, um, yeah, that, that's crazy. <laughs> That, that's just crazy all right so let's move on to Tennessee do you know I don't I assume it's okay you know how you're supposed to say um Native Americans yeah like do I say this is a stupid question do I say <laughs> Cherokee Native Americans or do I say Cherokee Indians still because like on their sign up there like on their reservation and all it says Cherokee Indians. Like it says Cherokee Indian Museum and stuff. Um I'd say Cherokee Indian. Okay. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I honestly don't know. So if you know I got uh relatives that were Native American but um they've all passed and gone and none of them were Cherokee, so I don't know what the what the right way to say it is. I ain't trying to offend anybody, so hopefully I didn't.
1: But if well, I did... Well, if you're
0: easily offended, you need to... Yeah. Uh, you probably... Come out of here. Probably we ain't the folks for y'all, but... Uh, but
1: if you made it to this episode so far, I'm sure you're not <laughs> easily offended.
0: So, anyway, if you are, sorry about that. Whoops. Okay, so Tennessee. There is a legend passed down for as long as anyone can remember by Cherokee Indians in parts of Tennessee and North Carolina. The lore tells of a woman who built a stone tree high into the sky. Angering the gods with her arrogance, they struck down the structure, raining rocks and debris down onto the woman, covering her skin and making it as hard as stone. The woman roams the woods looking for her favorite meal. Human liver. Ooh preferably the livers of little children. But she'll take what she can get. I think they're probably more tender. Yeah, probably. Like mm-hmm. veal. Mm-hmm. You know I will not eat veal. I've had it I will once not or it.
1: twice on the cruises. I just
0: won't eat it. Just morally, I think it's wrong. But, I mean, you do you. I'm here to judge nobody else. I'm just saying my personal self... I will not eat it, but I can see that the livers of little children would be more tender. Yeah, so I get her. If you were to wander off alone into the woods, you might find yourself being approached by an unassuming stranger or maybe somebody you know, a village elder, your sister. You probably wouldn't suspect anything was wrong. You might even walk with your sister back home the next day. She's gone. And your mom doesn't feel well. Two days later, your mom is dead and your dad is dying. And you are so weak. You realized what happened, but it's too late. You now know that that wasn't your sister you brought back. It was Spear Finger. Spear Finger? She has a finger, because remember she's hard like stone? Yeah. She has a finger that's shaped like a spear. I'm like, Fear. Spear finger. Spear. Like spear. Like spear. Spear. In the night, she went to each member of your family, taking her spear shaped index finger on her right hand, stabbing it into the back of the necks of her victims, and sucking their livers out of their bodies. From their neck? Yeah. What? That
1: is not the easiest way to do that. But it is the way she does it.
0: Then she devours the livers raw, blood smeared around her mouth. The victims can't feel the wound, so they never even know why they died. Why is that funny? Because
1: they're ghosts. They're dead.
0: Like, how are they going
1: to know either way how they Because died? they
0: or get sick and die over days. They don't die immediately. Uh, but they die immediately. I no, because you, you just don't live have a liver. Li- you can't but you don't just like oh liver's gone dead it's not like a heart i feel like it it filters the poisons and stuff out of your system and so it filters the bad stuff what does she cauterize the wounds and stuff well if they're internal wounds you don't know people die of internal bleeding all the time you get into like a car i feel like if you wreck, lose your liver You're dying like that. You're not. Your body slowly gets poisoned.
1: Okay. If you say so.
0: I do. If
1: you say so. I do.
0: Okay. If anybody's medical, please tell this girl. Listen, they know more I feel like it's not going to go for days, though. Hours, maybe. Like, two max. I don't think it's two hours. I think it depends on what you're eating. And I doubt that the... The Native Americans were eating like McDonald's and stuff that probably has a lot of toxins. They probably were eating stuff that was fresher and therefore not bringing into their bodies a ton of toxins. And so they probably could survive longer. Maybe. Continue. Thank you very much. And if you got stabbed, you would know that's why you were dying.
1: Yes yeah, so they don't the know why
0: but they don't know why they're sick. They just know they don't feel good and the next thing you know they're dead they have no idea why. Why don't she go through the neck? That'll make no kind of sense.
1: Go through the belly button at least.
0: I don't know. I mean I'm not in charge of her. If you ever run into her, you can tell her look lady, look let me bust out my phone and show you on this anatomy of the body. A quicker way to get to the liver That's what you can do Personally, I was not going to be trusting anybody I stumble on in the woods (laughs) (laughs) The Cherokee people trapped and killed her So she's no longer a danger, probably But if you are hiking in the Smokies And you see an old lady deep in the woods Maybe don't get too close Unless you're like Matlin and you want to show her the anatomy of the human body so that she knows a quicker way to get to the liver. Now, can you imagine you're some old lady just out for a trek in the woods (laughs) and this heifer runs up to you randomly and she's like, let me show you this. And she pulls out her phone and she's showing you the body and she's like right here. This is how you get to the liver and you're just an innocent old lady like. That it's was weird. dumb.
1: There's no way that they can suck out the liver from the back of your neck. That don't make no kind of sense.
0: Okay. So, the rock's falling on her and turning her into stone. Yeah, that could happen. That seemed yeah, perfectly sure. logical. But why? Her spear-shaped yeah. stone finger seemed perfectly... It
1: probably wasn't a real stone finger. Her nail probably was
0: really long and pointy.
1: Maybe.
0: But, in the lower, her finger is spear-shaped, and she stabs it into the back of your neck and sucks your liver out of your body. Are we sure it's the liver and, and not the it's bone It's the marrow. liver. Okay. And then she devours it, and she gets blood all around her mouth, because she just eats it raw right then and there. That's creepy.
1: It is creepy, but I'm saying there's an easier way to
0: do it. Well, back in the day, they probably didn't know where your liver was located.
1: So they probably did. She probably didn't even do the liver. She did.
0: They said it was your liver. Okay, back in the day, did they know what the liver was? I mean, they must have. They ate animals and stuff. They probably, like, did liver and onions. With some gravy, some biscuits, some of that uh, fry bread. <laughs> okay, next story. Okay, so I'm not quite done. Oh, sorry. With Tennessee. I'm done with spearfinger. Oh, good. So, um, in my research, I ran across some myths that people supposedly believe about the Smoky Mountains, and I thought I would share them with you.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> now, I personally would love to know if anybody actually believes these Or if it's, like, myths that people believe these myths. Yeah. Because they chuckled me. But the first and most popular one being that the rangers go out every morning and release the bears so that people can see them. And so every evening when the sun goes down, they bring the bears in. And I guess put them in, like, a bear stable or something. And then in the mornings, they take them out and they release them where people are congregated. And that's the reason that people see these bears when they're in the Smokies. Is because they're released in a place that you can see them. Why? Like animals at the zoo. You know, if you go to a zoo and it's got like a a real looking enclosure that really is huge and it looks like the animals hometown like yeah. their habitat um, sometimes the animals can hide in that and you won't see them Yeah, and that is a boring zoo apparently and so wherever people are congregating in the Smoky Mountains the rangers bring out the bears and set them loose so that the people can see them so it's not boring mm.
1: I don't believe that one
0: you don't believe that that's true, or you yeah, don't, I don't believe it's true, or you don't believe anybody else believes that's true. I don't believe it's true. I do believe
1: other people think it's true.
0: <laughs> See, I had a hard time believing anybody believed that was true. Well, people are crazy. I was like, uh, you know, we were at Cades Cove one time, and uh they released a bear from him. Yeah, they they <laughs> released the bears. No, um. Where's Cades Cove, Tennessee. Uh huh. Okay. Um, I thought it was, but you know, I get Tennessee and North Carolina confused all the time. Yeah. I think because when we go to one, we usually go to the other, right? And, and so they kind of blend together, and I can never remember what is in which one. But in any case, we went to Cades Cove one time, and and this is the first time I ever saw a bear too. Like I've seen a ton since then, probably because they started releasing them more into Cades Cove. Yeah and so yeah and so um it was like out in this field and there were these people out there and we saw a kid like um i guess he's about in his 20s that's a kid to me and uh it was a mama and two babies and this fool just walks right up to him oh no and i'm like this fool's about to get eaten
1: not sure you he pulled won't. your
0: phone out and witnessed heck yeah i did i was like billy's like do we want to drive i'm like uh no i'm out here witnessing so i can get interviewed by the uh newspaper
1: yeah i'm
0: gonna start a whole tussle because you know they're gonna try to put that bear down when it eats this idiot mm-hmm. and it ain't the bear's fault Mm-mm. So, we about to start a whole tussle out here if they try to put this bear down. So, I got to witness so I can go testify for the bear. So, um, but no, this foal walks right up to the mama and the babies. And then the mama, like, stands up. And I'm like, oh, she's much bigger than I had thought. Because <laughs> at first, she looked like she was Dexter size, Yeah. But she was, like, way far away from us. She was, like, across a field. Yeah. And, um... And she was, like, much bigger than I thought. And then he, like, I guess somebody in his group called him or whatever, and he, like, backed up. And then this other guy was bebopping along. (laughs) Because you would think that you'd be able to see a bear like that. But, you know, you can't see those big predators in the grass. Mm -hmm. No. And they're huge, so it doesn't make sense. But it is true. This guy comes bebopping, he's got his two little girls, one on each side, and he's holding hands, and they're skipping through the trail, and they round this corner. Like, you can see it's going to happen, but you can't do anything because they're so far away. Yeah. So, you see that it's going to happen, and you're like, oh, please, don't let anything bad happen to these kids. Because yeah. this guy wasn't trying to harass him. He literally was just on a nature hike with his kids. And they're bebopping along, having the time of their life. And they come around the corner and this bear is there. And he snatches the kids. And, and he's like uh, flinging them behind him and trying to back up. Yeah. And I was like, see, this man is aware that a bear will kill you. Unlike this other dumbass. Anyway, if you're out there and you're the person that did that, you're an idiot. So, I'm just going to throw that out there. But Kate's Cove is a good place to go see the bears when they release them. The other one is, okay, it's the Smoky Mountains, right? Yeah. So, the myth is that they have these giant fog machines. <laughs> Hear me out. Hidden up in the woods. Oh, well, that makes sense. Of the mountains. And they're fogging it up out there. And that's what gives them their classic smoke coming off the mountain look. Mm. Gotcha. Giant fog machines. Nice. Can you imagine having to be the ranger that has to go fill up those fog machines? I assume every day or twice a day.
1: I don't get paid enough for that.
0: And the amount of extension cords.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess they could be solar powered. Like, they might have a solar thing on. Or up. they
1: have, like, you know, a fake rock that they plug
0: into. Like a yeah, but in you gotta ground. get power to the fake rock. Yeah, but there's power. Where? Oh, running under the mountain, because the mountain's fake. Well, I don't think the mountain is fake. I think just the smoke is supposed to be fake. Mm. And the wild bears, that part's fake. And also, can you imagine the bear stable? But they're like... (laughs) Come on, Blackie, get in your stall. Right? (laughs) Every day. (laughs) No, I mean, people are... Anyway, I do not know if anybody actually believes any of those myths, but they had chuckled me when I read them. And I was like, "I, I sure would like to know. All right, so... Another story from Tennessee and we're going to get out of the woods. We're going to go into a city this time. What? Nashville. What? So, we're going to go to the Haunted Ryman Auditorium. Have you heard of it? No. Um, pretty much if you watch any country music show, they play at the Ryman eventually. But it's a super famous um, auditorium where everybody is played. If, if yeah. you are anything um, close to country music and you are anything close to a big name, you have played there. People have spotted ghosts ranging from Confederate soldiers to the founder, Thomas Ryman, who built the auditorium, to even Patsy Cline's ghost has been seen there. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite singers is the one we're going to talk about today. Actually, two of them. But Hank Williams, Sr. Yes, yeah, so I knew you were going to say that. How'd you know? Because uh, I know you. I love Hank Williams, Sr. I mean, I like Junior, too. But Sr., whoop. Can't nobody sing a, a gospel song like that, man. Okay, so Hank, back in the day... Wanted to join the Grand Old Opry; it was his dream, right? But he had like a bit of a reputation, and it's no secret that he was a drinker. Yeah, and um, he was he was living large back then, right? So they were like, "Yeah, do we really want him to come in here? You know, we've got classy singers up in here. Do we really want this dude that's partying and drunk all the time and all of this?" To come up into the Grand old Opry. Think not. So they declined to invite him to sing with them. What? So, their largest competitor, named the Louisiana Hayride, mm-hmm. they were like, meh, his reputation is his reputation, but the man can sing, let's invite him on. So they introduced Hank to radio audiences everywhere, right? hmm and the audience loves him. They are like, his voice is amazing. He's got these great songs. They just, there was nothing like him. Yeah. And, and there's not, there's not another voice like Hank Senior's. So people absolutely loved him. And he got so popular so fast that the Grand Old Opry was like, Meh, maybe his reputation isn't quite as bad as we <laughs> thought it was. Perhaps he's toned it down a little bit. So, let's go on and invite him on. And so, he finally got invited into the Grand old Opry to do the show, and he made his debut June 11th, 1949, at the Ryman Auditorium. So, this was his dream coming true. Mm-hmm. So, the audience absolutely loved him. They're enthralled. They call for him. They call for six encores of the same song, six encores of Love Sick Blues. The producers of the show had to come out and beg the audience not to call him back because he would have come back
1: yeah. and
0: they needed the show to be able to continue. And the audience was like, now let's hear that song just one more again. And Hank's like, cool, I got you. And so, he would come back. And so, the producer goes out and he's like, please, y'all don't invite this man back out here to sing this song. Let's just be done so we can move on. We got other people to see. So, that's how it ends, right? hmm The, his presence was so electrifying that some people say you can still hear it. That. To this day, sometimes in the middle of the night, you'll hear Hank singing one of his songs.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. In the 90s, a construction worker was accidentally locked in an area of the auditorium, and he was wandering around trying to look for a way out, and he rounded the corner and found himself face-to-face with Hank Williams, Sr. What? Yes. Can you imagine? I'm going to ask for his autograph i would be like, "Can you hold the pen? I'm not sure if you can hold the pen." Can you just my hand all right? Yeah. I'll hold the pen for can we do that Ghost writing or whatever cuz I'd I'd really like an autograph, man. So, other people have spotted him. Um some of them spotted him hanging out in the alley which is between the ramen and Tootsie's Orchid Lounge which is next door. And he would also he would play the rhyming, and then he would hang out in between show sets or whatever. Yeah. In the alley, and then he would after he was done there, he would go drinking at the lounge, and he would play there also. So he really frequented both, and people have seen him there also, but they've seen him hanging out in the alley a lot. He played with the Grand Old Opry for three years, and then he was fired. And when they fired him, they banned him from the building. They were like, you're not even allowed to come back in the building. Why did he get fired? Um, during, during, he had a whole damn fall. It, it, mm. <laughs> he had a whole um, incident. Um, things got real rough, right, towards the end. He died like six months after he got fired or something. I mean, it was it was pretty rough. He had a, a downfall and things got really rough and he was drunk a lot and he was having some um, some issues and he was like he had divorced his first wife and then he got remarried and then he turns out he wasn't divorced. Mm. and so there was some kind of like so was he married again? Or was that marriage not legal? Which, after he died, they decided it wasn't legal and he was still married to his first wife. So, as a whole thing. Anyway, so, but when they were like, you're fired, they were legit about it and they're like, just don't even come back. Don't even come through the door you were doing. So, one time, singer Bill Anderson was rehearsing before a big performance. And he chose to play a song that he knew was a favorite of Hank's. And I don't know if he didn't do a good job or what, but a few bars in, the power goes out. All the power. The exit signs, the the emergency power. the emergency power? Dang! Everything is out, right? And so they panic because they're like, you know, we got a show and we do not have any power. So they call electricians in electricians by the time they get there the power's back on they cannot find anything wrong with any of the power there was not a power outage in the town there was it did not affect anyone else and they could not find any issue whatsoever that should have caused the power to go out huh and for his whole life Anderson believed that it was a hundred percent tied to the song choice and that Hank made the power go out. He always believed that. But also at the Roman, more recently, an incident took place involving another of my favorite singers. Not this one. But you'll know who. Dolly. So, no. I wish. I sure do love her. Really? Okay no so finishing just kidding no (laughs) finishing up a performance lisa marie presley comes back to her dressing room and the door is stuck who's she lisa marie presley yeah what's she saying she's elvis's daughter oh i'm gonna tell you something else about that too (laughs) about to make myself unpopular because I got a whole, like, conspiracy theory surrounding Elvis and daughters. But anyway, mm. so Lisa Marie Presley is Elvis's daughter. And she comes back to her dressing room, and the door is shut tight. And she cannot get it open. She thinks it's locked. She goes to unlock it. Key is not working. This door is not budging. She gets her bodyguards, like, they're banging on the door. They're pulling on the door. They cannot get this door open. They're, like, trying to break it down. Cannot get in this dressing room. And so, they're like, um, they get some different people. They got all these big dudes. They're like trying to bust in, trying to kick it in, trying to pull the doorknob. This door is not moving at all. And so, all of a sudden, the door opens. What? And she hears her father laughing on the other side of the door. What? Full body chills! And that was, that was pretty recently. That was like in the last um, 10 years, I think. Why? So, but it's supposed to be super duper haunted. It's like really, really haunted. I'd love to go. I've never been. Yeah. So, I have this conspiracy theory mm-hmm. that Winona Judd was Elvis's daughter.
1: Why do you think?
0: Because if you ever see her facial expressions or even her voice, like I think she's the only person that can sing one of his songs and do him justice. But her voice and her facial expressions and all of that, I think she is secretly Elvis's daughter. She looks like him. She favors him. And back in the day now to be fair i haven't researched this so i don't know if it did come out who her father really is or not but back in the day people asked her mama who her father was mm-hmm. and she wouldn't she refused to say and he's not ever publicly at least been in the picture and i have a theory it's because Winona had an affair with Elvis and she doesn't match any of the other ones. Did you look her up, what she looks like? Yeah, but it says Charles Jordan. You Wait. said Winona Judd? Yeah, Winona Judd. But we don't really know if that's true. We just know that that's what they said. I think she sang um, some of Elvis's songs for the movie Lilo and Stitch, if I'm not mistaken. But you know I don't do cartoons, so I'm not 100% on that. But it feels like she might have done um, covers of some of his songs for Lilo and Stitch.
1: Like at the end when the credits roll? I don't know. Because the whole thing was him singing.
0: Maybe. Did they redo Lilo and Stitch a while back?
1: I mean, they have like part two and stuff. And Leroy and Stitch and stuff.
0: Maybe I'm wrong. Y'all know sometimes when I uh, talk about this stuff, I'll be doing the research. <laughs> <laughs> I research my stories, but if I'm just telling y'all stuff, yeah, she did Burning Love from... And it's from Lilo and Stitch. you telling me. She promoted the Lilo and Stitch movie. Nona do it. So I'm not completely crazy. Anyway. Whoa. What? ah. Uh... She was
1: Elvis' personal nurse at Baptist Memorial. Who was? Naomi Judd. Was she? Yeah.
0: Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. Hold up. Hold up. I'm telling y'all. She, listen, look at her. Oh, I can't make this bigger.
1: Now, I don't know how true this is because it's uh, a website called 99.9 KTDY. Look
0: at them, though. Yeah. Look at them together and then yeah. listen to her voice and watch her sing. I'm telling y'all, listen, I could be completely off. I could be completely wrong, but that has always been my theory. And now that Matlin has told and me. And
1: from, this is a quote, and from what I've learned, she is his very personal, in quotes, nurse, if you know what I mean.
0: Ah, oh, I never heard that before.
1: Now, keep in mind, in the early to late 70s, Elvis was not in the best health and was battling a hushed, severe addiction to prescription ju- drugs. Sorry. During that time, Naomi was a nurse and aspiring singer as well. She was a nobody, looking to turn her lab coat and stethoscope into a stage outfit and a microphone.
0: I'm just saying, if you look at them, if you watch her sing... That's been my theory for a minute. <laughs> look at that picture of him and then her. I know, they look alike. Wow. So that's my big conspiracy theory. I don't know uh, how y'all feel about it, but um that's my my theory on it. So all right. We need a Dana test. I know, right? But she may know and just not Want to tell anybody? Why would you not want to tell somebody? Well, because I think he was married. He may not have been. I don't mm-hmm. know. Isn't she dead now? His his ex-wife? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember how many times he was married. But, no, his, uh, like, Lisa Marie's mother is still alive. Mm-hmm. She's an actress. Priscilla Presley? How do you not know any of I don't those? know people's names. <laughs> I don't I, he died and um naomi judd died recently oh but um i don't know like if i had an affair with somebody and she might have been married we don't know their business but um like i don't want you spreading my business around can't I you just know and then not tell the world
1: no i need to tell the world
0: so you just gonna tell the world yeah oh my mama had an affair and blah 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 and Guess what, Lisa Marie. But that would be huge sisters. for her career. She don't need her career to be huge. She's huge. Everybody knows who she is. Except me. Except for you. But she would if you Did had if her? you heard her, you would know who she is. Like gotcha. yeah. the judge were super famous together. But she's got an amazing voice. She's got a really beautiful voice. So I don't think she really needs help. Also, I think she's getting um, now more into, like, producing and stuff, I think. Mhm. Um, She's getting older. So, I think that's what she's doing now. She may be retired. I don't know. Gotcha. But, anyway. We are out of time, so we're going to have to move North Carolina to the next episode. We are... And, uh, oh, I had a good Halloween story. I had to tell you all that on the next episode, too. Uh, yeah, because we don't got no time for it. And because we rambled a lot. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening. And um, follow us on our social media. And if you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love to hear it. And we'll give you a shout out if we hear from you. And um, this week, we're going to share the podcast. With someone born in October. We already did that last No, episode. did yes, we? We did. What? Because I said Zane and you Man. laughed about it. Oh, that could be true. Yeah. <gasps> That's tragic because I thought I was on to something. I was like, we'll do this. I made myself a note so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. <gasps> All right, well, help me out. Somebody Share out it me? with somebody who is drinking a Coke.
0: Or Pepsi. Or Pepsi. I'm not that fond of A Coke. dark beverage. Dark beverage. <laughs> <laughs> a dark beverage. <laughs> that could be so much. <laughs> okay,
1: bye. Bye.